Good day, everybody. Welcome to Uncensored Advice for Men. My name is Josh. On today's show, we're going to have one of our trusted leadership coaches. His name is Tim, and he loves the adventure of business, right? So this is his, <laughs> the theme of his life. And on today's show, he's going to talk about mastering the negative. Tim, hmm. welcome back, my friend. Oh, man, it's so great to be back. I love talking with you guys. There's so much positive energy. I love being able to work with you guys and being able to share some stories and a few little points and tips and things that we can make our lives better. Uh, in, in today's world right now, there's a lot of fear and negativity going on. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is, you know, you and I've been working together and you've been, you know, kind of guiding me and, and giving me some thoughts and things to think about. Uh, let, let's share that with the audience. What, you know, what's going on in the world and why does this <laughs> message ring true today? Yeah, I, so you know, there's certain things in the world that we obviously cannot ignore, right? I mean, as you look at this, we all know that COVID is happening and it's kind of a relevant thing at this exact moment. In fact, it's dominating our news, it's dominating our social feeds, it's dominating, it's everywhere, right? So I, I don't ever want to be one of those individuals that kind of just puts my head in the sand and just totally ignores it. However, I also want to be conscientious of the fact that there are certain lessons that transcend this exact moment. There are certain things that we talk about that transcend COVID because in a year, two years, five years, 10 years, this may not even be a topic of interest. It may be something that gets written in the history books. So as we look at the reality of where we're at, there's also this other part in my head. It's kind of like an alarm or a realization that there's always going to be something negative that's happening. Right. There's always going to be something that's going on. And, I, you know, I, I love being able to tell stories. And to be honest with you, one of one of the guys I really actually love and appreciate because of his attitude, Steve Harvey. Uh, and I don't know. If, I mean, he has a show. He has a talk. He does. He does a lot of great things. In fact, the first time I remember very clearly in my mind anything about Steve Harvey is when he came out. And I believe it was the Miss American pageant or maybe it was the Miss World pageant. I can't remember which one it was exactly, but he came out and said, folks, I made a mistake. And he said, I called out the wrong name for the person that won the pageant. And he owned it on national television. Now, there's all kinds of memes and all kinds of things that were going on. But I was like, wow, that is impressive for a, a celebrity and for somebody to come out and be able to actually say, I own my mistake, right? So I started following him, kind of make a long story short, and I started listening to some things, and I know exactly why he was able to do that. Because he, at a previous time, had mastered negative situations, and it had given him the strength to be able to come out on stage in front of the entire world to stand up and say, look, I made a mistake, it's completely my fault. Not blame anybody else, but say, this is my fault. And so one of the things that hit me when he, when he was talking, and I was listening to one of his motivations is what he calls a turn back moment. The turn back moment is truly a decision to master your negative because we know that negative happens. Now he goes through his entire story about how uh, he was actually on a payphone. It was rainy. He had to get somewhere. He had like a hundred dollars in his pocket and he had to make a decision. Is he going to embrace this and run through it? Or is he going to just go back to being in his comfort zone? And so he made the decision to embrace it and move through it, which led to one thing, which led to another thing, which eventually led him to having his own show, to be able to doing massive amounts of hosting and comedy and all kinds of great, great things, right? But it was the fact that he was willing to embrace that negative and start to learn how to master it that gave him the strength to be able to walk out on stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people, because obviously it was viewed all over the world, 
and say, I made a mistake and I'm willing to step up and take advantage or take uh, responsibility for that mistake. So that that's kind of where we're at right now. You know, like, so when we look at mastering the negative, it's uh, actually a friend of mine. I've heard this a couple of different times. There's a big difference between a buffalo and a cow. I don't know. Do you know what the difference is? I, I mean, obviously they're different animals, but, <laughs> but the I difference have no is, clue. I love this story because it's so, it's so important as we look at how we're, we're laying the foundation here for mastering the negative, right? But this is really, really important. So the difference between a buffalo and a cow, and if you go out into Wyoming where the Great Plains are and there's beautiful, you see forever and it's almost daunting how far you can see. But when you go out there, you can see storms coming for literally miles and tens of miles. I mean, like they're way, way off and you can see these storms rolling over the prairie and they're coming in the difference between a buffalo a buffalo will look at that storm and say okay here it comes i'm gonna turn and run into the storm a cow will look at that storm and say i'm gonna run away from the storm now as we all know storms are gonna hit us no matter what that's the negative gonna come we're gonna have those clouds if you're a buffalo and you act like a buffalo you're gonna run towards the storm and into the storm and then as you're running through the storm, the storm's passing over, you spend a shorter amount of time in that. The other hand is running away from the storm. And that storm's going to take another In our lives, we're going to have negative. We're going to have clouds. We're going to have rain. And a cow running away from that is going to get the storm just as much as the buffalo. But the cow stays in that storm for an immense amount of time compared to the buffalo. So as we're looking at this, obviously we're talking about mastering the negative. The whole part of this is how do I get my how do I get myself in a position to be able to say at that turn back moment I'm going to make the decision to push forward. As a buffalo, I'm going to run into. That's the whole takeaway. And if, if you learn nothing else, my whole I hope that as you look at this, we're going to be able to say with confidence that. I can truly master the negative, and I believe everybody that's listening, I believe everybody that hears these things. 100%, I truly believe that you will be able to start to learn how to master the negative. Because the reality is we're going to face it. I don't care who you are, where you live, you're going to face it. All right, so I think what the best thing is is for me to give you the quick overview, the four steps, and then we can dive in and we can actually uh, kind of dissect and go down the little rabbit holes that we tend to do as we kind of talk about it. So number one, the very, very first step, number one is the fact that you have to enter a stage of complete disgust. Now, it sounds negative, but I love where this is going to go because the disgust is the time that you are completely fed up with the position where you're at. Number two is you have to make a decision. You have to decide that you are done with the way that things are and decide that you're going to make a change. Number three is the desire. How bad do you want this? You have to have desire in order to, to get this decision to start into an action plan. And then the last one is the result. The resolve is I will get this done no matter what. I will run through the storm. I will get through this thing no matter what. So those are the four. It is disgust, decision, desire, and resolve. And those are the four steps to be able to master the negative as we do this. So ah, love this stuff and I'm ready to jump in. So <laughs> All right. So here's here's what I'm hearing. If you're ever in Wyoming and you see Buffalo running a direction, if you want to get through the storm, there's a storm coming. And if you want to get through the storm quickly, follow the buffalo. If you're afraid of the storm, follow the cow, right? Right, right. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so, so right, true. So getting to the point of disgust, how do we do that? 
Okay. So I mean, like, I love stories. I love the way these things are. So in my life, I have been in positions where I've been completely fed up and completely disgusted. And I clearly remember this. And it was one of the times where I had to make a break away and become my own person and become my own man. And uh, one of the situations had gone, it, it, you know, business venture had gone south. It wasn't so great. You know, business kind of failed. There's a bunch of things that were going on. And I had to call someone and say, hey, look, I need to borrow some money. And there was a conversation that did not go well. Uh, and it was with a family member. And it was really kind of a challenging thing. And I remember very, very clearly in my mind being so disgusted with that situation that I made a promise that I will never ever again will I ever ask for money from that guy. Never. I was completely embarrassed, upset. I was at the point of, this is not going to happen again. Like, I, I mean, seriously, it was, a, it was a point of saying, I am so disgusted with mo- the way that my life is currently that I am going to make a change and I am going to do di- things differently. But I had to get to that point, right? I had to get to that stuff. So it was really, truly, and you put this down in quotes, it's like, I have had enough. So when you're looking at your situation, and whether it's the the COVID virus, which is a challenging and creating challenges in business with your family, whether it's something that's going on in business, whether it's you're not reaching the financial income that you're looking for, whether it's you're not reaching the relationship that you're looking for with your wife, with your family, with your kids, what is it that you are at this point of saying, I am disgusted with the way that things are? Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your weight. Maybe it's, man, there's a thousand things that it could be. And that's why, you know, at the beginning of this, we talked about, you know, it's not just the fact that we're, we do talk about the business. We talk about a lot of things here, but it's also about the fact that as we look at it, it's mastering this negative and being able to, and willing to say, I am disgusted with the current process and I've had enough. And I am going to, this is where the decision comes. I'm going to make a change. But the disgust is really looking at. So here's the second piece of this. And this is really, really important. So as we talk about the disgust and as we talk about how your feelings and your motivation is like, I am done with this situation and I am going to move on. Here is the second key component that you must have in that is you have to recognize your own actions and what you need to take responsibility for. Because negative things happen to us, and we talked about negative happen to everybody. Sometimes that negative is inside of our control, and we create it because of our choices, because of our habits, because of the way that we're doing things. Sometimes it's in our own. Sometimes it's completely outside of our control. That is the situation we're in right now with the virus. A lot of, a lot of what's going on right now is completely outside of our control. An economic slump happens, our business starts to fail, starts to flounder, starts to struggle, that is outside of our control. But there are a lot of things that we can look at and say, these are things that are inside of my control and stepping up and understanding what are the things that you need to take responsibility for. So here's a couple of keys, and these are just thoughts, and I wanna use these more as a way to be able to help you understand as you are discussing with your current position, Here's some thoughts to be able to think and say, here's how I can look at owning my own responsibility. Number one, maybe you're relying on sources that are unreliable. I have seen this huge right now inside of social media. 
I, it's just been unbelievable. I mean, like it's getting worse and it seems like it's actually a snowball that's rolling down the hill and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as the social media and people talk, it's like, oh, well, my friend so-and-so said about blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to rely on that. But it's a completely unreliable source because they heard it from their friend, from their grandmother, from their second brother's cousin, what, whatever. Making sure that you're relying on reliable sources. Because if you're listening to somebody that's unreliable or hasn't done it, you could be putting yourself at risk and putting yourself in a position that's getting you to the point of disgust. So owning up what, you know, learning how to own your own responsibility. The second thing is, uh, you know, what we talked about, it may be outside of your control, but it might be something that you have influenced through your actions or your purpose, not purposely, but you've chosen to go down a road. And so while that stuff may be outside of your control, because you didn't plan for it, it's a winner that you didn't plan for, I guess would be the best way to say that. And if you're not planning and actually understanding that the negative comes, it's still your responsibility to know that something's going to happen. It's like, oh my goodness, winter showed up and I didn't plant anything in the summertime. I didn't harvest in the fall. Oh my goodness, I can't believe winter showed up. Dude, negative stuff is going to come. It's going to happen. And if we're not preparing and understanding that that stuff's happening, that is partly inside of your control. Now, you may not be able to control the winter and how hard it's going to be, but you can prepare for it. Did you, are you preparing for these things? And that's part of your own responsibility. Something else that it could be, you know, as far as just looking at it and you've neglected to connect with your community, your support groups, you've neglected some of your habits, you've neglected some of the different things. All of these things that, are, that we're talking about is your choices have created your current position. Now, the biggest thing is this. And this is, we're going to start talking a little bit more about comfort zones and things like that. But the biggest thing is this, and I, I want to be sensitive because some people out there listening are going to have a big aha moment and they're going to have a big wake up call and a big understanding like, okay, I thought that this was what everybody else was doing. I thought this normal. So for example, and I, I, I want to be sensitive to this, but if, for example, if you were raised in a single family, for some reason, in our childhood minds, we believe every family out there is a single parent. That is the way you do family. If you were raised in a mixed family, you believe every family out there is raised in that same situation. Because that reality of how you were raised as a child, and whether it might have been in a foster home or abusive situation or whatever, that reality has become your comfort zone and has become what you believe everybody else is doing. And you may reach a point where, and I've seen this happen because I've, I've seen a lot of guys be able to overcome this, but they have to recognize that how you were raised and what you actually were living in is not always normal. And some of the negative that has happened is because of how you were raised and how you're going. So while that may be outside of your control, you still have the power to be able to influence and change it. So this is really deep and I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive because of where we are at the time and everything else. But the point is this, as you reach that moment of, I am done with the way that things are and make that change. There is that distinct, I have had it. I'm disgusted with the way things are, and I am now going to make a decision to change it. I want to, I want to let that die just a little bit. Cause that was really, really deep. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take a, it's, take a pause moment on that. If that's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, one of the, the thoughts that I had is if they make the decision to change before they're fully disgusted with it, what could happen if you, if you make the decision? Yeah, you know, I'm just going to lose some weight, right? Mm -hmm. If they're not fully disgusted with it, do you think that they will follow through 
and with the desire and with the resolve to do it if they're not fully disgusted with their current situation. If you follow the weight or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a great, great illustration too, because I know how many times the people stepped up to the weight situation and just, and uh, barring any kind of medical situations, because I know that that's also an issue with some is there's some medical things that are challenging, but barring that, if you follow through with the decision and then create the desire that, that you want this more than that, that get, and you have the resolve and you put the support structure around you, then yes, you can make that without being completely disgusted. But in the bigger life situations where you're actually turning your life 180 degrees around, you're going down path A and you decide, hey, look, I'm going to go back. I'm going to change everything about everything that I've ever done. That is a disgust moment where you're looking at it and saying, okay, all of these negative things that have been happening in my life have because I'm going down path A and I'm going to stop and I'm going to turn around. And that disgust moment happens. So the way that you've been operating your life and creating the scenarios, that is the disgust moment. So here's the thing, and I, let's, let's kind of tie in the, the larger overreaching thing when it comes to disgust. Mastering negative is really about changing your mindset from not wanting that, being a victim, to saying, hey, negative is now showing me where my weak spots are. The negative situation is showing me what needs to be changed. So mastering negative, I mean, I want to go through these phases of the discuss the decision, but the underlying foundational aspect of this is to have a completely different perspective on what negative situations can do for you. Because out of negative can come incredible positive. But the stages that we work through it, the first one is the fact of recognizing that I am disgusted with where I'm at, I'm unhappy, I'm not satisfied, and I need to make a change. And that's where the disgust starts. And that's where the change starts. Yeah, I like this. Okay, so there's uh, getting to the point of disgust. Like, even if you have to generate it, you have to really dwell on why do I hate this? And then you've got to get a disgust for the current situation. You make the decision, you draw a line in the sand, make the decision to change. Okay, then what's next? What's step three and four? So the step three then would be the desire. So um, the one thing I will say about decision, and let's just really pause just for a second. When you make the decision that you are done with the way things are, that decision alone has the power to be able to open up endless opportunities. It opens up so many different avenues and so many different things. Because if you understand what's, what's happened, you've just now said, I am no longer satisfied with the way that I'm going because the, the thoughts, the patterns, the habits, the actions that have led me to this point have now been not good and have created a negative situation. The decision suddenly allows you to rise above that and see all of the different opportunities, all of the possibilities. It expands everything in your life. And suddenly now there are many different options instead of just the one that you've always known. That's what the power of the decision is. It gives you options and allows you to be in a different place. So the decision is really, really important. The drawing that line in the sand gives you the ability to look out. I mean, shoot, there are so many things that have come out of failure. In fact, my favorite thing is cookies. (laughs) That's my favorite dessert. Chocolate chip cookies were because somebody messed up. That's my favorite cookie. They thought they were going to do one thing and they messed it up and they just, Oh, look at what we've got. I mean, so there's so many opportunities that are there. All right. So the desire part of this, and this is really, truly how bad you want. Desire is a form of inspiration and inspiration can come from many, many different ways. 
So you can be inspired just by listening to this podcast. You can be inspired by reading a great book. You can be inspired by, frankly, I, I mean, I've been inspired by watching movies. And sometimes that's a fiction movie. Sometimes it's a, a you know, it's like a documentary. Sometimes it's a story of somebody's life. But there's a lot of inspiration out there. And I love reading. I mean, like I've got my whole bookshelf. I love reading. But the desire to be different, the desire to see that there's a broader, uh, more opportunities, a broader horizon out there, that can come from many, many different sources that are outside of yourself. The desire can also come from internal. And the desire comes from the reflective time where you're journaling, you have a quiet moment. I mean, in our world today, the quiet moments have so much value and are so underrated it just honestly blows me away. And when I got this one concept where I figured out, to be frank, when I'm embracing a negative situation, I'm just being real here. When I'm embracing a negative situation and learning how to master it, the best thing in the world for me is to plan an hour, two hours, or three hours, whatever I need, and just go be by myself, sit around a campfire, sit out by the lake, find my, my spot. <laughs> <laughs> find my holistic spot, right? And have that reflective time and look inside. I mean, because we have a soul and how you care for that soul is so important. And so when you're looking at the desire and where do you find that desire, it can come from external sources, like we said. It can come, that inspiration can come from others, but it also can come from that reflective time and realizing and get a, a really good grasp of what it is that you want to accomplish in life, what it is that you want to be known for in life, and that reflective time is absolutely critical as you build and as you walk through this. <clears throat> Excuse me. So in order to master the negative, you must find the way to inspire your desire and make that a prominent, very, uh, like, like it's in front of you every day. And whether it's a note in, on your dashboard or something that you're writing, have that stuff up there because that's going to inspire you to do and be more and follow through with that decision. So here's the path, and I, I wanna kinda take a step back because we are talking about negative. So the first thing is, is you create that disgust, right? You're, you're no longer happy with the way that things are. The second is you make a decision, I am going to change. I'm gonna change the things that I can do, I'm gonna change the things that I have control over, and now the desire is the inspiration that's going to create your plan. So tying desire and inspiration, that's where, just because you made that decision, if you don't have a plan to implement, it's just still kind of a dream. It's just more of a pipe dream than it is anything else. So you can have the disgust and be unhappy with where things are. You can make the decision that I want to change, but if you don't have the desire that, it, that creates the plan and the actions to move forward, it's not going to happen. You're going to go back to exactly the way things were all the time. The reason is it's comfortable and you just don't know where the next step is. So it's really important to understand that desire is tied directly with your actions because the desire inspires those actions, if that makes sense. Yeah. So the last piece of this puzzle, last part of that is the fact that there has to be a resolve. There has to be a point and say, I will. Not I will try, it's I will. And I've used this example with my kids because they're always like, hey, I want to try to do this or I'm going to try to do that. And I say, okay, let's take a pencil and let's put it down on your desk. And I say, I, I want you to try to pick up that pencil. And inevitably what happens every time is they all reach over, they grab the pencil and they pick it up and say, look, 
I said, no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said, I want you to try to pick up the pencil. And so they go and they grab it again. I said, just try. I said, I didn't tell you to pick it up. I said, I just want you to try to pick it up. They're like, what do you mean by that? I said, well, look at it this way. Either you are picking the pencil up or you're not picking the pencil up. There's really not a try in this. Now we can go back to the awesome Star Wars quote of Yoda. I know everybody's thinking it. <laughs> um, but the whole point is this, is to eliminate that word try from your vocabulary is really, really powerful. And it creates the resolve of, I will do this. Come hell or high water, I will do this. I am going to create a new life. And yes, and, I, and again, transparency here, let's be real. It's going to be freaking hard. It's going to be hard to change your habit. You know, you talked about losing weight. It's not easy to lose weight. I mean, it was easy to put it on because it's a little bit here, a little bit there, an extra candy bar there, whatever. It's easy to do it. It's not so easy to take it back off again because that requires hard work. That requires follow through. That requires a plan. It requires resolve to say that this is what I'm going to do. Now, the weight is an easy thing because we can see a lot of plans that are out there for everybody. How do you then resolve to change your life? There's not so many plans. It's not a one size fit all because everybody's life is different. Everybody's personalities are different. So working with either a coach or a mentor or working with somebody is really, really important because they have the ability to see your blind spots and make you aware of those blind spots. So as you're doing this and as you're mastering the negative, you, you need to understand, like, look, I'm done, man. I am done with where I'm at. I'm disgusted with the position. I will never do that again. Now I'm going to decide how I want to be. I'm going to make the decision to move. I'm going to have the desire to act, act on that decision. I'm going to be inspired to act on that decision. And then I'm going to put the resolve in place that I will accomplish this. So what does the resolve look like to you? It's a deep commitment that starts in your soul. And I remember I talked about the reflection time and the fact of being able to spend that, that time alone. It is really, truly your core element of being able to find that result. There's so much more I want to say on this, and I love it. It's just like, oh, this is just so critical. But your strength with the follow-through resolve to say I will, I mean, the, the main thing is, is don't get caught up in the passing emotion. Finding resolve to keep your commitment, to fuel your desire, to implement your decision, to remember the disgust, that is what it's all about. So if I can end on anything, here's my, my call to action. It is your choice to choose the master of the negative. Nobody else can make this for you. What will you do? Will you choose to walk through it like a buffalo? Or are you going to choose to run away for it and endure it and go back to your comfort zone? So pretty much the challenge out there for the men, are you going to be a buffalo or a cow? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, Tim, hey, thanks for coming on the show, talking about mastering the negative. Uh, negative situations are going to happen in our life, all around us, in your head, in your mindset, all around. Mm. Uh, you shared some practical tips and advice for us uh, guys on how to master the negative. Uh, guys listening in to the show, if you'd like to connect with our coaches and, and work with Tim on uh, maybe mapping this out, maybe helping uh, generate mm -hmm. that plan uh, for, for mastering your own negative and, and, and removing that from your life and running through the storm with someone, uh, yep. I, I encourage you to reach out to our coaches. Go into the show notes, click on the link, go directly to them, and uh, get some help. 
All right. Ten, thanks for coming on the show. Of Dude, course. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> we'll talk with you all on the next episode. See everybody.